Welcome to the Post Job Podcast here on the campus of Kentucky Wesleyan College. I'm Maddie, and I'm happy to be here today with... I'm Noah Davis. I play baseball here at Kentucky Wesleyan, and I'm majoring in business with an emphasis in marketing. I'm McKenna. I play on the golf team. I'm a psychology and math major, and I'm excited to be here today, too. And I'm Jim Coleman. I teach religion and Christian ministries uh, here uh, and um, am uh, very involved with campus ministries uh, and uh, a pastor as well. I'm happy to have these people in front of me. Um, I know you're listening to this, so you can't see them, but it's nice to have you all here. Um, So within this um, post-chapel podcast, we have a chapel service each week at 1212. And this semester, we have the blessing of being able to have the post-chapel podcast literally the day of chapel. And I'm excited to see where this will lead um, in the sense of it being so fresh on everyone's mind. And so each week, you're welcome to tune in with us um, as we go over our topic that we had um, just walked out of. We had the pleasure of having Dr. Coleman bring the message today. Well, I was given the subject. The subject is sin. Uh, which is a very pleasing subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just we we just love to jump at the chance, don't we, to talk mm-hmm. about that? Yeah. No, it's a difficult subject, but the title was Spirit Power Over Sin Power. Uh, and both of those acknowledge that there is a power uh, that uh, we are faced with mm-hmm. uh, in, um, in this whole subject of sin. And the question is what it can overcome that power uh, in our lives. And I suggested that there were different ways we try to tackle that on our own. But Mm -hmm. uh, our title was Spirit Power Over Sin Power. And I think that it just gave a good perspective of kind of what we hand our power over to Mm. a lot within the day-to-day or the things like the decisions that we make ultimately make us who we are to a degree and the things that we lean towards. And so I know for me like that, the two very different powers of leaning towards something that we're sinful people and we naturally have that craving to chase sin. Like that's ultimately what Mm. we are. And I think it's a constant battle with that. And it's something that we're always going to struggle with. And you even said, like, I can't remember who you said it from, but the sin remains, but it doesn't rain. Rain. I Mm -hmm. thought that was really good. John Wesley. That really stuck out to me too was what he said about, you know, uh, we'll never truly get away from sin in this life, you know, until the next one. But I think the really one thing that really stuck out to me was the spirit power. Like, are we being led by spirit? Talks about in Romans, uh, the flesh or the body led by flesh is death, but the body that's led by or the mind that's led by the spirit is, you know, peace. And uh, I've truly, you know, felt that in my life, like when I'm more led by the spirit and, you know, I'm trying to do things God's way instead of doing things my way. Um, I experience uh, more, a lot more peace about things, a lot more, you know, decisions. I'm trying to let the spirit, you know, lead me instead of like letting my flesh, because when we tend to lead ourselves, we tend to go down the wrong path a lot. Mm-hmm. And I specifically like that you called it sin power, because I think a lot of times today people like to diminish the power that sin really does have. And they like to categorize mm-hmm. it as normal. And they're like, oh, it's fine because it's normal, but it's just because it's normal doesn't mean it's OK. It just means that we need to put more focus on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to a word you used a while ago, Maddie, and that was the word lean, (laughs) because this is a a good picture of sin. Uh, We, we, we sin by nature and by choice. And we, uh, we can blame Adam and Eve that we have a sin nature, but as soon as we do that, there's the other part and we sin by choice. And both of those are a leaning. They are a, um, a disposition, mm-hmm. a, a predisposition and, and a disposition. I had an extended family member a few years ago who 
didn't necessarily keep house very well. And uh, this family member had a stack of magazines that actually several stacks of newspapers and magazines over in the corner of the living room. And the magazines always seemed to be in that place where they were just about to slide over. I mean, you know, you know, that leaning kind of <laughs> yeah. position that they, and look like if you just maybe, you know, sneezed on them, <laughs> that they would just, you know, topple over. And, and that's that, uh, that's a, helpful picture. This is the way we lean. We, we lean toward um, rebellion against God's ways. And there's still choices there, the important choices to be made. But what do we do about that nature as well mm-hmm. as, you know, the choices that we make? Mm. And you made another good point that really stuck out to me that I try to share with people is, you know, really gather yourself around the spirit, around other people that you know, that are Jesus-led, that are spirit-led, because you really feed off that. Like, you don't realize, like, McKenna talked about (laughs) sin is so normal in our generation, in our age, because you see, like, oh, man, it's it's not a big deal. And and nowadays, it really isn't. People don't look at Mm -hmm. sin as breaking God's heart or going against God's rules or boundaries, right? And you're breaking Mm -hmm. people in a sense. And people don't realize that either. And to me, um, you know, the closer I feel like I get to God, the closer I even get to people because we, you know, we feel a little bit of God's love, the more and more we get closer to him. And the more we're around those Christ-centered people, the more love you feel, the more um, just encouragement you feel. And it just goes a long way with just, you know, really finding that group, that community of believers. And that's why I really love chapel here at Kentucky Wesleyan because, you know, even for 33 minutes, a short time period, really, just go around and just be with, you know, a good body of believers and just to hear a good message. Man, it really just encourages and just, mo- it, it, for me, I know, it does just really moves me and encourages me. Adding on to that, one thing you said, I wrote it in quotes because I like the way you worded it. You said relational dynamite, like how the fruits of the Spirit are like relational dynamite mm. if you apply those. And it, within the past year, I've really tried to do that. And those friendships that I've made, like, with those, with the fruit of the spirit of mind are so much stronger than anything else in my life. And like, that just really hit hard because personally it's affected me. Yeah. And dynamite in a good way. Yeah. Right? In a good way. In yeah. a good way. Yeah. Uh, that uh, our, our bond with people of faith increases our faith. And uh, you use the word body, which the apostle Paul likes mm-hmm. that analogy. And when we think about how dependent parts of our body are on the other parts of our body, uh, and uh, in both struggling and in succeeding, that uh, we, we need one another. Mm. And that was one of our action steps that mm-hmm. you were just talking about. Yeah. You know, it was the action step of uh, bond, bonding, live your faith with others. Step three. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. who are living their faith. I love that you gave the steps because I feel like a lot of times people listen to the message and they're like, okay, I heard it. I'll try to apply it, whatever. But you literally were like, okay, here's how you apply it. One, two, three. Like, (laughs) I really liked that. Well, and there's probably 30, but I said three. Hey, that's a good number to start with. (laughs) Yeah, I think some people, like she said, like that's a good point because some people, they hear it or they see it and they don't know how to apply it. And the thing that I've really liked about the few messages that I've seen at chapel is like, all right, here's the first step. And that's accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. Mm. And it's funny, but it's true. It's like you can't have Jesus and, you can't, and without the Holy Spirit, right? Like he's going to mm. give you it. And I know f- for me and, you know, some for my friends, you know, sometimes we fight the Spirit, right? Spiritual warfare. 
But when you really give in, you're like, okay, God, I'm really going to, you know, let your spirit guide me. And it's just so much better and so much freeing. And just like I said earlier, you just experience a lot more fruits, like good fruits. And it's what she said, like relational dynamite. And, you know, when you come around those certain people and you click and, you know, you have that like Jesus connection with someone, right? Yes. It's crazy because you just feel the spirit, you know, bouncing off each other. And it's just, it's um supernatural feeling, it, I think. It is. Yes. I wonder if I might give this framework that I had given it in the, uh, in the uh, talk this morning kind of summarizes a bit what the connection to God's rules and sin mm-hmm. uh, is. And so we put it like this, when rules and boundaries are broken, relationships are broken. When relationships are broken, people are broken. And um, when we see sin in that way, we see its harm. We don't, you know, one thing sin likes to convince us of is all the good, mm-hmm. <laughs> all, the, mm-hmm. all the good that it promises. And it hides the, of course, the harm that's behind that. And this statement helps us to see that, the brokenness that comes from sin's presence in Mm -hmm. our lives. Yeah. And I think it's just the pattern that it can create and like the effects that it can have on everything. Because it changes the way that you... Sin, it has... I mean, it's of course going to do what sin does and confuse you Mm. and make you feel like you're even doing the right thing at some times. But I mean, if you strip back, even just things that you... If you're ever withholding from anyone, like that could be, that's sin. Like if you're ever thinking you can't express yourself in a certain way of how you feel, like how you feel is how you feel. And like you holding back could be the Lord trying to, you know what I mean? Yes. I think that I could go on and on about the different ways that sin, because it just, of course, whenever it takes hold, like it wants to take root in you and it wants to make you bitter to the point where you don't even realize you're bitter anymore. And so it's like just Mm -hmm. how y'all were talking about how like sin, we acknowledge it that it's sin, but do we really acknowledge that like we are sinful rather than like accepting it and be like, okay, like I think a lot of times we take for granted way too much in life in general. And I think that we take the Lord for granted for who he is to us. And so we get in that rhythm of oh, well, forgiveness is extended and grace is extended. Mm -hmm. And that is true, but it's not the way that we receive and accept that is just, I don't know. It's not giving the honor back to God in the way that he wants Mm. and deserves it. Mm. And so I think that we just are messy individuals that mess up plenty of times. And acknowledging how messy we are is like Mm. the first step of releasing (laughs) that idea that I've got it all figured out because not one of us is better than the other and we're just as sinful and we're messy and you can, and I just think it's hard, um, existing sometimes in a way that like actually means something because of the weight of just society and just, and and am I, am I making any sense? Like, no, you are making sense. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I've just seen just different parts in my life that have just happened in my growing up and just things that we walk through, like good or bad, like they're there for a purpose. And I think that it is crazy whenever you're placed somewhere that really just strips you from everything. And then it's like, well, I could choose to run to this one thing that actually makes more sense to me, or I could go back and actually do the thing that makes absolutely no sense to most people. Like just forgiveness. And like, for an example, like to actually forgive someone is hard. Like if you've, if it's been like this heavy, especially if you're broken, like you said, it's hard to forgive people something that you can't shake and it's like well do I want to keep walking in the weight of holding on to something that I don't need to really hold on to or do I want to I don't know the forward is where all the growth happens I think some people get lost in translation with Christianity is like 
we're still broken, right? Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, Christ put all the pieces back together on the cross for us. But just because, when you know, when you get saved, it doesn't make you like, you're still going to have problems, right? You're still mm-hmm. going to sometimes sin. You're still going to have the weight of the world on your shoulders, right? Because you're trying to live like Jesus. You're trying to walk in a way that's going to bring light to people. And especially in today's day and age, you know, it's it's really hard because, you know, you're going to be backlash because you believe in something the world, a lot of the world doesn't. People are going to look at you weird because you love people that you shouldn't love. You forgive people because, you know, you shouldn't forgive them. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't realize that, you know, being a Christian is, is not easy, but it's very worth it. You know, the, the reward we will reap one day um, is, is so worth the walk. And people just think like, oh, man, when I get saved, like all this good stuff's mm-hmm. going to happen. Don't get me wrong. You're going to have a lot of good stuff come your way. Right. But also mm-hmm. there's um, how you view them when it comes your way. is Exactly. What you but we still need I know I need Jesus every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a one and done thing. Yeah. You know, when you come to accept Christ, like, that's just the beginning of your walk. Mm-hmm. Like, there is so much more stuff ahead of you um, that, that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. So I think just to build off that, like, that's an extremely good point that you made. Yeah. As wonderful as God's grace and forgiveness are, and they are wonderful and they're supernatural, it's still different than being transformed, mm-hmm. than being mm-hmm. victorious. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I think what you were trying to say, Maddie, was, of course, we come back to God for forgiveness. And of course, God extends God's grace. But what we can take advantage of, in your words, is the forgiveness and not go on to the victory, the spiritual victory that we're supposed to have. And um, the question isn't whether God desires to forgive us again and again. The question is whether... I'm going back to square one all the time, yeah. or I'm living a victorious Christian life. Mm-hmm. Not a mm-hmm. sin-free, but a victorious Christian life mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. I think a big point, too, is Satan, and you know he wants to deceive Christians by, you know, when we sin, we really feel shameful and guilty. And I think the Holy Spirit brings conviction, but God doesn't bring shame. He doesn't bring guilt. It's like, okay, I need to ask for forgiveness, but I need to get back on my feet and go do God's will. Like, we can't let sin hold us down. And I know... For a lot of, you know, young Christians, young believers, that really hurts them. Like, it really weighs them down. It's like, Mm. I really let God down. And, you know, in a sense, you might have broken God's heart, but God still loves you. Like, He doesn't look at you as broken like you're a child of God. Like, ask Him for the strength to get back up and keep going because, like, the world really wants to hold you down. That sin really wants to hold you down. Like you said earlier, it breaks people. Like, sin breaks you, especially when, you know, you're really trying to, you know, do God's work and be spirit-led. Like, even, like, one little tiny bit of sin can just really break you and it just hold you down. So I think a big thing for us to do is just, you know, keep encouraging and to keep loving on people, like even when they're down, to just you know get back up and keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this uh, the language of Jesus about follow me, come and follow me. That's a process. You know, you're not at the destination mm-hmm. at that moment. Absolutely. You're, you're following, and the Holy Spirit does the same thing. The Holy Spirit guides us, leads us. We're in this for the long journey. <laughs> yeah. And so it's easy to get discouraged about the particular things along the journey, but when we remember. No, this is a long journey I'm on with, you know, with Jesus. And I should be submitting myself uh, in greater and greater ways to him, experiencing more of him. But he's also committed to this journey with mm-hmm. me. And I think that helps our discouragement. Mm-hmm. I think it takes us out of that, that moment 
and it puts the gives us the perspective. It says he gives us endurance and encouragement to finish the race, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Well, and I think this ties back to living in your faith with others because we do have this long journey, and it lasts forever. And it's not just you, but sometimes if you don't do things right, it can feel like it's just you. So mm. you have to learn to rely mm. on God and on other people that can be godly with you and that sort of thing because it's not like, okay, on this day and this year, I'm officially done doing what Jesus wants me to do. It's like forever you are doing, you're being God's example. Like you need to rely on those other people. Yeah. And we all also, you know, not every moment's a joyful moment, but I think that it says a lot when we share the joy. That's one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. joy, love, joy, peace. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of joy to be shared you know, people who have their faith mm-hmm. uh, and in their faith journey, you know, we're, we're all living in the, what should be the joy of God's people. Yeah. Well, it's just a gift to be able to walk alongside people in general. Like mm-hmm. we were created in community for community. And I think that God has a way of he's just creative in the way that he brings people into your life. Because nobody's the same in that sense of like how the Lord met them and how the Lord saved them, Mm -hmm. like in the things that they've walked through. And so it's like he's teaching you constantly all the time through other people's walks. Like and like he's so kind to us in those ways, like he makes it very easy for us to be able to see God at work in everybody's life Uh and like taking the time to actually slow down enough to realize those things I think is just huge because the rhythm and pace of life is so fast, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we make it fast. Like we are the people that think we have to have ABC yeah. done before I go to bed. And it's like, well, hold on. Yeah. Like it's just society and humans in general just kind of just baffle me. And I'm human too. So I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> but it's just the things that we put into practice and the rhythms that we create mm-hmm. and the habits that we deem correct when really like, there are choices in there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I think we miss some of the moments where we could really grow, but God continues to put more in front of us. Like he's not, oh, you missed that one. And sorry. I think it like goes back to like, you know, a lot of people talk about enjoy the process instead of and trying to enjoy like the, mm-hmm. the end moment of vic- right. victory. Yeah. And that oh. reminds me, because I think it's very hard whenever you're wrapped up in something to not get focused on what God is going to do. Like, what's God going to do in this? And it's like, well, hold on. Like, what's he doing in it? Hmm. You know, like we hmm. we get so like forward thinking and like cast out everything that could be right in front of us. But. And I think it's funny, too, because most of the time we're sitting there and we're like, oh, what's God going to do with this? And he's already done it. You yeah. just haven't paid attention to it enough to yeah. know that it's already been done. Yeah. We just get in our own way and like. Or we get it in a different way that yeah. we're not expecting. Yeah. We're like, I was expecting A and he gave me B. So what's going on? This isn't what I wanted. This isn't <laughs> right. what I thought. Right. And I think it's moments in our life that we, because I could list off several that I'm like, oh, I wanted it this way. Everybody has those things. That's like, I wanted this to go this way and it actually didn't. But it's mm-hmm. like, but look at where you are, like in the today. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that's also how he works creatively because he gives us a mind that can draw back. Like, just in memories, and I could get all sappy and weird and just like, <laughs> but in like genuinely, mm-hmm. like every single part of our being is created by God and for God. And so, of course, He's going to give us those drawbacks to acknowledge Him mm-hmm. in everything. And it's like stepping aside and actually choosing to pursue and choosing to be fully taken over, I think, is that's a 
crazy concept in general. Like, I don't want to be me anymore. Like, I want to be fully filled with the Holy Spirit to where it doesn't appear. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. And you're talking about the you that might be um, self-centered or the right. you that might be. But one, one of the beautiful things the Holy Spirit does is the Spirit doesn't, like, take away our personality. Mm-mm. Absolutely. But the Spirit comes to sanctify that personality. Or spirit. Mm-hmm. We could use sense. theological language mm-hmm. around that. And so there's a sense in which there's the me you mentioned a moment ago that's the me that's the sin-leaning person. But then there's also this me that Jesus is liberating. Mm-hmm. With. I'm more myself with Jesus. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's those times whenever you're not trying, whenever stuff really happens, like whenever you really do show Jesus through you. Because mm-hmm. I like to be a camp counselor at this church camp I grew up going to every summer. And most of the times where the kids have been like, oh, you really affected me when you did this was one of the times when I wasn't trying to affect them. I was just trying to help take care of them mm-hmm. for the week. Yeah. And you were just being the vessel. That, yeah, like I was that, just, that's yeah. A, I just get, it just blows my mind. And it's <laughs> like, crazy because you're like, you're telling me like that did that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, There's times where, you know, I've been sharing my faith or just like, you know, talking to people and they'll be like, dude, how did you remember that? Or how did you, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I, I really don't. I really <laughs> believe that the Holy Spirit like just moves and talks through yeah. me. You know, I'm naturally outgoing, but the more I've, prayed that God will use me, that there's times where I literally just speak and think and do, and it's not me. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way that my human body can right. do that in a way. And it's just like showing that at the right time, like, God will God will do it. Like, he'll make mm-hmm. the way. The, mm-hmm. the Spirit will just talk through you. And it's just such an amazing thing that we are allowed to be used by God to think, mm-hmm. like, the creator of the universe, like, calls us yeah. out. And he's like, all right, I want you, and I want you, and I want you, and you're mm-hmm. going to do this and this, mm-hmm. and I'm going to allow to work through you. And it's just crazy to think, like, mm-hmm. that's really how it like yeah. how it's working. Like, he deems you worthy and wants to yeah. mm-hmm. come dwell in you. And the Holy Spirit's just cool. I've been having conversations with some of my friends about the Holy Spirit, and sometimes it's hard to even comprehend. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that's the very thing that God gives us to come down and dwell in us. Yes. Since he can't be right now. Like, it's like. That's right. Yeah, the, the Trinity is mystery, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And yet, I mean, it's it's always helpful to me when I think of the Trinity in terms of uh, God, God is above me and Jesus is Emmanuel with me. God with us. So there's God above us, and there's God with us in Christ, and then there's God within us, and that's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And you know, we begin to see how, of course, the God who's above us cannot, our bodies can't be indwelled mm-hmm. by that God. And Jesus is not going to crawl through our ear canal into our brain <laughs> yeah. uh, physically. This is not, but it's the Holy Spirit that God has given us his spirit that can live within us. Mm. It's wonderful and mysterious stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So think of in the realm of just applying it to your now, like in today mm-hmm. or like where did it land on you in that sense? Like, is there a certain pattern that you have found yourself in that you want to kind of remove yourself from or try to work towards releasing that? I think with, you know, with school, um, you know, summer is such a freeing time because like there's a lot of weight that's off your shoulder. You ain't got to deal with 
the pressure of performing in a sport or the pressure of getting the grades or making sure, you know, am I ready to graduate? Am I ready for, you know, a future job? Um, and so you can get wrapped up in a lot of, you know, not necessarily bad weight because, you know, God, like I said, wants us to succeed and he wants us to have these blessings. But at the same time, you know, the, you know, the passage where he says, just be still and know that I'm God. And so for me, I know it's important to, you know, sometimes when I'm really stressed about um, school or ball or um, any of that, I try to sit still and realize that, you know, like these things are important, but, you know, God's still the number one. Like I just need to sit still and, you know, sit in God's presence and just, you know, cast my anxiety and my stress on him um, and let him take it and just realize that, you know, it's all under control. Even though we want it right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> we want it so bad, it's so hard for us to be patient. Um, but that's how I feel like I need to apply it. It's just, um, you know, let the Holy Spirit just move me in terms of knowing like, hey, God's got it. You can you can slow down a little bit and realize that you can just chill mm-hmm. out sometimes. Yeah. I think I need to make it more of a habit, like plan these things into my schedule make sure that I'm surrounding myself with better people in Christ. Cause I've been doing that lately, but I still don't do it all the time. And it's the sort of thing where like God needs to be the priority. Cause it's so easy to get caught up in schoolwork and sports and making sure you have time to see your family. And then it's like, crap, I didn't go to church this weekend. And it's like, you realistically had time for that. You just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I really need to focus on making sure my priorities are in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think so. I'm the oldest person in this room at the moment, <laughs> and uh, and have a little more life uh, behind me. And I think my answer is that it's been interesting to me that asking the question, "What is the Holy Spirit? What is it to be filled with the Holy Spirit in this part of my life?" Um, it 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 takes sometimes you have to have a perspective and to be able to look back a little further or whatever. Um, and you get more toward my age than your, than your ages. But it's, it's a good question for anyone, wherever they are. But I'm just saying, I think I'm at the place in my life where I don't assume that the, that being filled with the spirit, uh, the fruit are the same, all the fruit of the Holy spirit in that list in Galatians five, 22, Two and twenty-three, but it works its way out a bit different where you are in life, and uh, so I think my answer is: in this part of my life, what is it for me to be surrendered to what the Holy Spirit is doing now in my life? And um, you know, a little more particular, maybe to mm-hmm. the, the you, part of the journey. Th- I'm just a question <laughs> for you: Do you think with with age and as you like grow with God that there's maybe like new beginnings or new experiences that like the Holy Spirit has shown you or maybe given you like, you know, visions as you, you know, get older or grow with God in a sense. I think trust is one of those that, that the way I trusted God at a certain place earlier in my life, uh, you know, you get, if you, you travel further down the road with Jesus and sometimes you say to yourself, you know, Jesus, am I really stuck back at this? I mean, wasn't I stuck on this 15 years ago? And and so you you begin to ask the Lord to do a deeper work. Not that the Lord hasn't been at work, but a deeper mm-hmm. work in you in this in this area. And you know, sometimes I'm amazed at um, I'll catch myself thinking in a way that really doesn't have a lot of faith. And I'll say to myself, "You've been rolling along this this far. <laughs> you've been you've been with Jesus this far." 
and your response of faith isn't quicker, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. than it has been in, in this particular thing. Uh, and so, and, and we all said a good word earlier about how we need to accept God's grace and we need to uh, not get stuck in guilt and things like that. But yes, I think the answer to that is yes, that, that, that uh, life's journey, sometimes you have a greater expectation because you've seen a lot of blessing and the Lord's been with you. Uh, you know, it's kind of the, the David thing when uh, David faces Goliath and he has confidence that God is going to be with him facing Goliath because he looks back and he says, well, God was with me when I faced the bear and God was with me when I faced the lion, you know. And so it's important for us to um, expect more of our faith down the journey. It, that's that's uh, and, I, and I don't mean we don't need the Holy Spirit. Of course, that's what we're talking about. We need the Spirit. But we, we should be expecting that we have matured to a certain place and that we're living into that mm-hmm. in a full way. I think that just the mentality of having an expectant heart for mm-hmm. the new things that God's going to teach you. And I think one of the ways that the Lord's just been working in my life just recently is just like almost the relearning of things that you think that you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or things that yeah. you think that you felt peace is an example that I can give right off the bat of just thinking that you've felt peace, but the Lord is sweet in each season. Like he refreshes that and gives you another meaning for that. And I think that for me, like in the now is like making time and also acknowledging that I am far from knowing everything and having experiencing everything yet. And it's like, and that is good. And like, that's having that expectant heart of wanting to be surprised at when something is, you know, and like, that's the gift of it always being something that is pulling you to learn more. And like that, you said, like the adventure of knowing God more. Yeah. Somewhere later. What Didn't I say something you about adventure yeah, a little bit that. later in today's mm-hmm. talk? Yeah. What you said reminds me, we had a sermon at my church, but like a week or two before we left. And it talked about how the kids are the next generation of the faith and people need to put more trust in the kids. And it's like you, it's good to have the wise side. I've lived it. I've learned it. This is what I know. But then it's also good to have the, I'm not scared of anything. I'm going to jump into this side of your mm-hmm. faith too. Yeah. Amen. And so I like that we have like all the perspectives mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to build off that, you know. It says when you it says when you pray, don't doubt, or you won't receive. And you know, for the last few months, I've really prayed and relearned. I re- I thought I knew how to be a leader, but mm-hmm. looking back, I really wasn't leading the way God would want me to lead. And so I really prayed. I was like, God, if this is what you want me to be, uh, you know, help me to be a better leader. Help me to lead the way you would want to lead. Help me to, um, you know, give me routes to share my faith. And it started out small. And looking back, like how far and how quick he answered those prayers is insane because now I'm working with FCA. I'm on this podcast. We're talking about starting another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, you know, chapel, we have story night now. I mean, it's G groups. I mean, it goes on and on. And to think about like what you said, Maddie, how to relearn that. And it's not necessarily how I didn't know how to be a leader. Mm-hmm. It's now I'm trying to be a leader with God. Yeah. Now I'm trying to do it with God instead of trying to do it my way, mm-hmm. which sometimes, and that comes to being humble and meek. It's like, okay, I'm humble enough to know that 
I kind of know how to be a leader, but I want to take it a step above mm-hmm. and do it God's way. Right. Always being mm-hmm. open to growth. Like mm-hmm. it's, oh, yeah. mentality is. But. You three are fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> You're fantastic. You're fantastic. Yes. Yeah. We've learned a lot from you today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So everybody's listening is like they're telling each other, everybody telling each other they're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this. If you're listening to this, you're fantastic too, okay? I need one of those fantastic buttons you hit and it's like some <laughs> sound thing. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll just say, it, you know, sin seems to be a, a, a tough topic when you enter into it. But when you deal with it, you realize um, that power over sin is this uh, incredible life-winning purpose-filled, adventure-filled, like we mm-hmm. said a moment ago, victory. It's not until we get into sin and deal with it that we can get to that and to the growth that I that also mentioned today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just we can't get to that place of growth until we deal with this. Mm-hmm. 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 I think that um, a good note to end on would be the Galatians 4. Just in the sense of, I love how it's like, gives you all of these things that the Lord wants to fill you with, within the fruits of his spirit. And it's like, all of the things that you once thought were like, nailing, like putting those aside and like, but it's just like, in like, since we are living by the spirit, let us follow the spirits Mm -hmm. leading in every part of our lives. Mm. And I think that God wants us to feel free from our sin and the weight of, he does Mm -hmm. like... He wouldn't have done what he did if he wanted it any other way. Absolutely. Well put. And so it's just like, let's walk like we actually <clears throat> believe that. Have some Christian swagger. To, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, for real. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't want us to walk around with the weight of everything that we've mm. ever done mm-hmm. on us. Because he's already covered that. And it's just like actually walking like we believe that and then sharing that with people because... Nobody likes to walk alone, and nobody has mm-hmm. to carry stuff alone in general. And it's just a gift to be able to tell somebody that because it's a refreshing freedom that's found in Christ. Absolutely. it's a good word. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you all for um, tuning in with us. I'm very, very um, thankful for this time, and I hope that it has been a blessing to you and that the Lord has spoken through it in the way that it needed to land on you specifically. We're always here for you, and we'd love for you to tune in with us each week. Enjoy your day. Bye. (laughs)